Hello, welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. My co-host today is Nathan. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, and thanks for having me. Today's topic, Darkwing Duck, the superhero parody series. This is your warning. We will be talking spoilers. This is something I think we've been meaning to get to for a while. And we've talked about DuckTales as well. Of course, there was the 2017 reboot, but going back to the original show from the 80s, so we have talked about that. We've tackled uh, an animated series from the Disney afternoon block fairly recently, another one, Gargoyles. Yeah, that's correct. But Darkwing Duck. This is one. I mean, again, superhero parody series. It seems perfect for the show. Oh man, Darkwing Duck just has a special place in my heart. It was just like the '90s writ large. Everything about it was so '90s, and it's just—it's something I, I can't believe it's taken us this long to get into because it's such a such a blast of a show. Yeah, and one that I used to love love watching. I mean, back in the '90s when we had Batman the animated series, yep. Spider Man, yep. X Men. Darkwing Duck, you know, it was up yep. there with those shows. You can, you can tell that this is Disney taking its cues directly from Batman, the animated series and the like. You can tell that they're just, um, they're running with it and going, let's, let's get a, a duck uh, character who's a superhero crime fighter. And, and uh, Batman is clearly who they're basing this off. It's so evident in, in the whole look and feel of the show. And it's just a fun jam. I mean, even the intro, man, the intro song still slaps when you rewatch it to this day. We'll get into that. But that's a big, big uh, point of the show. What I loved was the intro because it's so unforgettable. Yeah, and I rewatched this show on Disney+. Plus. There is no skip intro button, but it's not needed because you need no, to watch and this. listen every time. Absolutely. I was kind of hoping you'd open this show, uh, this episode with Let's Get Dangerous. Uh, the tagline from the show. Yeah, I mean, that's one of them. He also has I Am the Terror that flaps in the night, nice. followed by yeah. a improvised metaphor before he gives his name. He says something different each time. But yeah, let's yeah. get dangerous. Excellent. You that's... made the comparisons to Batman. It's very much pulp heroes, isn't it? So when you're watching it, you're thinking yeah. The Shadow, Batman, yeah. Green Hornet, yeah. Zero. Those types guys, of guys. You guys who have an element of uh, theatricality to um, to their crime fighting, and that's very much very much plays to Darkwing Duck. Well, if you look at his costume, he's got a gas gun. You know, he, he very much is one of those pulp type characters. Only, oh, yeah, he's a duck. <laughs> yeah, I actually think one of the coolest th things about him is his costume because. Um, when you flip that in reverse and you have Negaduck, which is his uh, arch nemesis, it's basically Darkwing, but in reverse, different color scheme. And that's something that you see so often in in um, in other pop culture. You know, like Wally had uh, Waldo. Uh, no, Waldo had Oddlaw, who was basically, you know, where's Wally? Had, um, well, they call him Waldo in the States. He had Oddlaw, which was basically his evil doppelganger, just in a different color scheme. Then you've got the reverse Flash, and he's basically... Um, like an evil flash and he's in a different color scheme. So this is kind of like riffing on that too with Negadark. Yeah, no, that's, um, that's exactly right. So I did some digging on this because it's always interesting when 
we're reviewing something that we watched as kids. And as kids, you just mm-hmm. accept things as they are. You don't think too much about it other than what you're seeing on screen. Though it was originally thought by some fans to be a spin-off of the 1987 DuckTales series, creator Tad Stone stated in a 2016 report that he believes the two shows exist in different universes. Despite mm. the supporting characters Launchpad McQuack and Gizmo Duck appear in both series in similar roles, and Scrooge McDuck is mentioned in the Darkwing Duck episode Tiff of the Titans. So it's almost like, I mean, you've already mentioned Flash, Reverse Flash. It's like we've got Earth 1, Earth 2. That's what's potentially going on here. Absolutely. And like you say, it lends itself to a shared universe. And I see no reason why they couldn't all coexist. But apparently they didn't. We all thought that was the case until 2016 when the creator said, not necessarily. The DuckTales show from 87 and this show had a spin-off show that never happened, and it was called Justice Ducks. The show would have nice. featured Darkwing Duck and Gizmo Duck teaming up with some new heroes. We did get, what was it called? That, that two-parter, and I rewatched it for this. Uh, I think it was called Just Us Ducks. It was a two-parter, and that's where it was Darkwing and other heroes teaming up. So that was potentially going to be setting up a spin-off one that we never got to see. It might have been referencing what you were just talking about, yeah. A reboot of the series is apparently still in development for Disney+. Plus. I wonder if Jim Cummins and the rest of the, the, the uh, voice cast will reprise their roles for a, um, a reboot. I think, I'm pretty sure the, the reboot series of DuckTales lasted for three seasons that has come to an end. They did mm. introduce Darkwing Duck in that show. So I just kind of figured if it was going to be a Disney Plus show, it would be maybe the reboot continuity and not the one that we're getting in this series. And there is some differences with that. Darkwing Duck does play a major role. At first, he appeared as an old TV show, which Launchpad is a fan of. But then... Launchpad meets the actor who plays Darkwing Duck, who then becomes Darkwing Duck for real. And then they go on an adventure. Wow. It features That's... quite prominently, but they obviously decided to have a different approach. So when they were talking about the Disney Plus show, I was thinking it was going to be more in line with what they'd introduced on the on the reboot show. Yeah, it does sound a little convoluted, but cool nonetheless. I mean, it worked for the most part, to be honest. And I did enjoy the reboot DuckTales series. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about this show and Tad Stone's The Creator. His most notable credits for Disney include creating, writing, and producing the animated series Darkwing Duck, producing Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears, Aladdin, Hercules, Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, and the list just goes on and on. This wow, so he's got quite prolific. the portfolio. Absolutely, and all at Disney as well. Wow. You know, there is an episode of Darkwing Duck, and it's fun when occasionally they'll have like a little, a little cameo, but sometimes it's just audio. In the episode Twitching Channels, 
Megavolt's latest device transports Darkwing and himself to a dimension filled with hideous, beakless abominations. Darkwing discovers he may only be a figment of someone's imagination. So in this other world, and they tend to do a lot of this, so, you know, different Earths, and whilst there, there's a TV exec, and he has this device that he wears in his head, and he's picking Mm. up what he thinks are TV transmissions from somewhere, but what he's actually hearing are real-life adventures of Darkwing Duck. So he creates Darkwing Duck in his universe as a TV show, but then when the episode wraps, he tunes into um, another signal, and then he can hear Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So it's a little cameo. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Full disclosure, I didn't catch that episode in my rewatch, um, in my viewing of the show. Did you catch the one where Darkwing attempts to make his own comic book and Megavolt gets a hold of it and tries to rewrite it? Ah, so that's interesting. So, I mean, this is a series that we have both seen. Over the years, childhood and, you know, over the years, we've seen them. So I think it's Mm. good that we've gone back and we've obviously selected, you know, however many episodes um, for this review. So I think it's good that we've just happened to pick different episodes. And no, I didn't rewatch that one. Oh, man, you've got to go watch it. It's, it's It's a fun episode. It's really good. We should probably talk about the voice cast as well. But before we get to that, though, do you know do you know how many episodes there are? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess. I want to take a stab and say twenty eight, maybe thirty. Okay, ninety one. Whoa! Yeah. So, All right. I'll tell you, I didn't do a full rewatch. I didn't sit and rewatch all 91 episodes. And I'm guessing you didn't either if you thought they were. No, no, no. I, I think I'm um, Sarah and I, Sarah and I have been watching it on and off. And I think we're somewhere in the, in the, the kind of late teens, very early twenties, somewhere around there. I'll have to double check that off air, but that's, I think that's where we're at. So with this being a review, we're going to do of the show that we first watched when we were kids. And again, when we were adults, it's pretty honest of us to it's say we didn't though. sit through all 91 it's so episodes. It's so good to revisit this, though. I mean, I'm glad we, we chose to do it. It it's, um, just gives you that same feeling when you're watching it uh, when you're a kid. It's such a 90s jam. Absolutely. Okay, then. Voice cast. Jim Cummings as Darkwing Duck. Cummings yep. has frequently worked with Disney, Warner Brothers, 90s, early noughties, Including, I mean, he did the voice of Winnie the Pooh since 88, Tigger since 89. In 91, he was the voice of Tasmanian Devil. Nice. Pete, I guess that's from Mickey Mouse, 92 onwards. Other notable roles include Fat Cat and Monterey Jack on Chippendale Rescue Rangers. The title character of Darkwing Duck, of course. Dr. Robotnik on the Sonic the Hedgehog wow. animated series 93 from 94. Awesome. That makes sense. He was cool. Cat on the Cat Dog Nickelodeon show, which nice. ran for seven years from 98. So he's very, very prolific. Prolific. Yeah. I believe he's actually going to be in the country soon. I think he's going to be coming over for uh, Supernova. Ah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I believe so. I don't think it's Comic-Con. I think it's Supernova. It's one of... It's one of the two conventions. I've got a feeling it's Supernova. I do Enough, remember. I do yeah. recall seeing it somewhere. He's not. Um, he's not down for Comic Con, so I reckon. Yeah, I reckon yeah. it's going to be 
Yeah, probably Supernova. You know, I remember a few years ago, mm. Bill Farmer was at Supernova. You know, the voice of well, Goofy and various other characters. And I just happened to be walking past his table. He was doing his signings. And yep. somebody must have asked him for or, or to do a, a quote or whatever. And as I was walking past, I was no longer seeing him. And I just heard Goofy. He was really surreal. Oh, wow. That's yeah, crazy. Pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, Darkwing Duck, the, the main character, also known That's as... That's probably... Has Great. to be a signature role. I, I mean, he's... Like you say, he's he's done a lot of characters. He's voiced a lot of characters. But I think Darkwing, we'd have to say, is Jim's signature role. Well, I was just going to say that Drake Mallard, that's the, when he, when he's not Darkwing Duck, when he's an average citizen, he's Drake Mallard. When I, I mean, if I'm honest, like before, you know, doing prep for this, when I, when I hear the name Jim coming, I think Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's fair. That's probably the that's first fair. one that comes to mind. But yeah, I mean, this is, this is a huge one. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, we we got to talk about the, the supporting cast as well. We're like, we got to start dropping some names. Uh, we've got um, um, Dan Castellaneta. He's me- he's uh, Megavolt, who, who who we all know is the voice of Homer Simpson. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And another big note- noteworthy name that I noticed in my watching of the show is Robert Paulson. And if you're not familiar with him, Robert Paulson, who voices uh, Steelbeak on the show The Chicken. Is also the voice of both Raphael and Donatello in different iterations of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right, yeah, and he's another one, isn't he? So prolific. Mm. Like I think Animaniacs yep. or Pinky in the Brain is yep. He's in with yeah, he's, he's one, if not both, both of those. He was um Raph in the old school late eighties, early nineties turtles. Um on TV, the cartoon, and th- and then in the 2012 Nickelodeon CGI remake, he was Donny. Right. Okay, that's. And um, then, interestingly, cool. when they did that crossover trilogy, where all four turtles from different time periods meet each other and they have to fight Krang and Shredder, he also he voiced Raph and Donny simultaneously. Was, was cool. that the um the was that was it um. Was it Turtle Power? What was that called? Where it was, right. it was the 2003 show, and they did a TV movie, and it was a crossover. No, that was this was this ran 2012. Oh, okay, uh, through to 17, I believe, about five years, five seasons. Right, because I was thinking because they did one where it was the 2003 animated series, but then they did a crossover with the 80s cartoon. And then they also went to the Mirage Comics universe where it was all gritty and black. Oh, and that's tur- is that Turtles Forever? Turtles Forever, that's right. Yeah. yeah okay, so not that. Yeah. That was cool. I know we're getting I enjoyed massively that. sidetracked. Me too. I know we're getting massively sidetracked. We're going to bring it back to Darkwing, but I, I just wanted to say that Paulson's the, the common denominator there. Right. Cool. All right, well, let's talk good guys then. Gosselin Mallard, voiced by Christine Kavanagh. She's yep. Mallard's nine-year-old adopted daughter. Occasional crime fighter as Crimson Quackette and later mm-hmm. as Quivering Quack. So she's got a couple of aliases there. But yeah, That's she's, right. she's really good. And like for younger audiences, it's like, hey, you've got an adult hero, but you've got a kid sidekick. And I think yeah. a nine-year-old character also... is the right age for this show. 
Absolutely, uh, the right age demographic. And she also, I think, voiced uh, Chucky or Tommy in Rugrats. I want to say it was Chucky. Ah, that's um, mm. that's cool. She tragically, she tragically passed away some years ago. I think it was cancer. Ah, but okay. uh, yeah, Sarah was telling me that, and I was quite shocked to hear that. But um, yeah, quite a voice talent for her time. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Launchpad McQuack, voiced by Terry McGovern. He's Darkwing Duck's sidekick. And as we've mentioned already, originally from DuckTales, he often crosses over to St. Canard and refers to Darkwing as DW. And Darkwing often calls him LP. There you go. They've got a shorthand Mm. for each other. And then we've got the Muddlefoots who lives next door to the Mullards. So they're frequent characters. Herb Muddlefoot, who is the father He's mm-hmm. voiced by Jim Cummings. So there you go. Jim Cummings oh, voicing wow. another character. Wow. Yeah, Drake finds him irritating, but they do work together well in at least That's one crazy. episode. There, there you go. He's, there is, yeah. There is another villain uh, on the show. He's a plant-based villain, kind of like a male version of Poison Ivy. Forget his name. I recognize the voice. I, it's a stand-up comedian, I'm pretty sure, whose name just escapes me, but I do recognize the voice. Yeah. Okay. So we've got as a Quackerjack. He, so Quackerjack, he's hmm. the toy maker. There's so many different characters. You mentioned yeah. Rob Paulson. He's Steelbeak. Yep. Yeah. Who is it? Oh, we've got um, Toscarini. He's the uh, a walrus and ego-driven but failed Hollywood film director. Yeah. Lilliput, voiced by Frank Welker, the owner of Goonie Golf and inventor. Lilliput is the one that made a helmet to control ants. I was trying to mm-hmm. find, because, yes, who is the plant character? Yeah, I, I just, the, the voice is very familiar, and I want to say it's a stand-up comic. Ah, Bushfoot is the character. I don't mm-hmm. recognize the name, though. Voiced by Tino Insania. Okay, maybe it's not him, then. Not too it's familiar. a very similar voice to the guy I'm thinking of. And Jack Angel voices the liquidator, a slimy salesman who was in the bottled water business. Liquidator was mutated into his present state, a water-based monstrosity. So what a what a rogues gallery. And you mentioned Negaduck already, who is a evil Darkwing Duck. So of course he's voiced by Jim Cummings. So there you go. Three Three characters. characters. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. But like you say, great, great rogues gallery, and all all good uh, pulp heroes and, and and superheroes should have a good rogues gallery. I mean, Batman, the Flash, um, you know, and now Darkwing Duck. Oh yeah, absolutely. You mentioned the song already, the Darkwing Duck theme. The song's words and music were composed by Steve Nelson and Thomas Sharp. There are five different versions of the Darkwing Duck intro sequence. And this is depending on if it's the original one, if it's one that was specifically cut together for VHS, if it was part of the Disney afternoon block. So there's different reasons why it would be like slightly different, but there's at least five different versions. That's crazy. The one that features on the show that we get, it's very saxophone heavy, it's got a real cool kind of rap beat, like 90s hip hop beat, like funk almost. And um, 
it just suits the it suits the period, it suits the era, it suits the time. It just has this funky, fresh, loose kind of hip vibe, and um, it's just so iconic and and uh, instantly recognizable. When you'll catch yourself singing it around the house and humming it, it's that good. Did you see the episode "Life, the Negaverse, and Everything"? That's the one where Dark Queen finds himself in Negaduck's realm, the Negaverse. I think Negaduk. I did. Yes. It's, oh, okay. It's a, it's a two parter. It's a two parter, right? No, 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 it was just a one parter. But it was a really, oh, okay. it was a really good episode, and you got to see where Negaduck actually came from. So I thought that one was pretty cool. And there's one, Time and Punishment where Gosselin and two villains are sent into the future. What happens in that one, so in the present day, when Mm. Gosselin disappears, Darkwing thinks she just left him and walked out. He didn't realize she'd been taken to the future. Why would he jump to that conclusion? But what that means, when she finds him in the future, and I think it's like 20 years later, He's yep. now become a gritty, vengeful vigilante, and he's no nice. going by the name Darkwing Duck. He's become Dark Warrior Duck. Wow, it's pretty good. It is. Um, I've got to watch those two episodes. I have to go back and watch them. It's a pretty good episode, but they've done that thing like again. It's a kids' cartoon. So what what they did like Launchpad? He's hmm. now older because it's been twenty years. He looks yep. exactly the same, apart from one detail. He's got a white mm. streak in his hair, just to show oh. <laughs> that he's that he's that aged. Aged. Yeah. But a um, darkwing duck, like they've made him. He's very extreme. <laughs> like they've changed his costume. He's got spikes. It's um, nice, pretty. It sounds pretty cool. It's like it's almost as if they they went. How would Frank Miller do this? <laughs> yes. Yeah, or how would a '90s comic publisher do this? And you know, yeah. this show came out in the '90s. That's right. We're talking about the decade where comic book publishers were doing all kinds of gimmicky stuff. You know, they were doing like foil covers, holographic cover, hologram covers, stamp embossed. You know, you name it. Wraparounds, gate folds, swimsuit issues. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, I mean, they're doing it very gimmicky. Yeah, but, I mean, that's not really going away. Well, it goes away for a little bit, but then they bring it back. That Marvel, mm. they're about to do another series of swimsuit variants. It all comes Oh, back man, there's, there's been uproar over it, but I'm like, and, and people are whinging about it, but I'm like, this this is nothing new. You know, it's swimsuit issues. I, I get that there's uproar about it because of the times we live in now, but it's nothing new. It's been, you know, it's been around since the 90s. It's just that it's and, made a, uh, a big bit of a comeback. The drawings and one of the images I saw, it was a Venom cover anyway. So it's sure, you know, what's old I mean, is new again. It speaks to the point. Uh, the point I know we're laboring the point, but it speaks to the fact that this show was of a time when all this was just coming into vogue, when, when all this was just starting to really happen. Yeah, actually, talking modern comics, and one of the reasons why, well, we've been talking or had the idea of reviewing the show for a while, but then mm-hmm. Dynamite Entertainment, they announced a new series based on the show. January this year, 2023, is when I think the first issue came out. In addition, yep. Dynamite will re-release the original 1991 comic book run. So we're going to oh, get wow. as well. That's cool. Like like facsimile editions or just 
reprinting the material. I think just reprints. Like maybe they'll put them out as trade paperbacks. I think maybe that's, that's cool. What, what I actually do. In anticipation of recording this, I actually went out and snagged issue one of the Dynamite Comics run of Darkwing Duck, and it's fun. Great. I was going to ask how how is it because they it's, are doing more and more of these. Like they they've released Gargoyles already, which is a continuation of that original series. Then they announced yeah, I mean, this. Yeah, it's a quick. It's it's a very quick read. Um, it's not. You know, it's because it's basically essentially a kids' comic, so you can breeze through it in like ten minutes. But um, but it's a fun read. It's 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 it has that nostalgic feel that, that the show does and takes you right back there. And I think it's just the show itself does feel very comic booky. Um, so it lends itself perfectly to comics. Why wouldn't they do a, a um a publication and kind of sort of why wouldn't there be cross pollination there? You know, cross cross marketing appeal. Yeah, and honestly, looking into it, like, I had no idea how. Like, there's been so many Darkwing Duck comic books over the years. Like, since this animated yeah. show first aired, there has been so many comics, video game tie-ins, of course, other yeah. merchandise, toys. Well, he's clearly a beloved character. He's clearly really um, cemented himself in the public zeitgeist, in the public mind. And you said it earlier in the opening. Let's get dangerous. Like you say that, people know. Darkwind Duck. Darkwind Duck. They know who you're referencing. Have you actually read the comic? Not yet. I have it. Like you picked up the first issue, I haven't read it yet. But there's just so many comics. <laughs> so I'm Do still it, man. Playing, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. Around I'm, keen to, I'm keen to see what you say. Well, I was trying. I was hoping that I would have read it before this, but I'm sure yeah. I'll have the same experience as you. Enjoyed it. You will. Fun, quick read. So I'm sure. Yeah, I'll probably. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's. Let's face yeah. it, it's not a comic. It's not a comic book that has a lot of substance to it. It's a very quick read, but it's cool. One thing that's very interesting to note about it actually is it makes reference of um, mobile phones, cell phones. So it is referencing the current time we live in. Oh, that um, is interesting. Yeah, and that's something that you wouldn't have figured. You would have thought they would have stayed, you know, in the nineties. But I suppose to make Darkwing relevant, you you kind of do have to bring him into today's society and today's world. And it's very interesting to see how they do that. Yeah. And still managed to make it feel nostalgic. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Yes, I will check it out. But then not just what they're doing with the, the Disney comics at Dynamite, but over at ID is it IDW? They're doing the it is, isn't it? The um Saturday morning cartoons, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yes. series based yes. on the eighties cartoon. That's correct. For the most IDW. part, fun. Yep, IDW. Yeah. But then the continuing under that banner, Saturday morning cartoons, and they're doing Dungeons and Dragons. You know the old cartoon? The kids yep. go to the fairground and Wow. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like nostalgia. It's a it can be when done right, a lot of fun. Absolutely. And that's that's the driving force behind uh, you know, behind Darkwing Duck is the nostalgia factor. Um, I think fans of all ages can go back and watch this this show and just fall in love with it all over again and be transported back to a simpler time. I think that's largely the appeal. We'll continue that train of thought, Nathan. If you're going to rate this show out of five. Oh, man, look, five. Unquestionable. Um, I know I hand out fives willy-nilly. And, um, you know, uh, I, I always get pulled up on that. But it's true. I mean, this show is just pure nostalgia. It's pure fun. It's like... Uh, it's, it's it's like walking into a comic book shop for the mind. Um, and you just 
you just instantly transported back to a, a really fun time, a fun decade. It was loud. It was gaudy. It was bombastic. It was over the top. And that's all these things, uh, you know, rolled into one with this show. And that that song just really encompasses it, it all. And you just, you know, you're in for a, a damn fun ride when you hear that song. Because, um, you know, when you when you watch that show, it's time to get dangerous. It's Darkwing Duck, man. That's it. five. Yeah, I okay. So for me to rate this, I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my score up because of the nostalgia and how much I loved it as a kid, and mm. a lot of things that I liked then I still enjoy now. But awesome. it is extremely dated. There's a lot to like about it, but I'm gonna bring it up from like. Some of the episodes, like some about them, again, 91 episodes across, you know, how many seasons, they're not all great. There is some great ones. There's some good ones. There's some not so good episodes. Mm, but true. my experience growing up with this show and this recent rewatch, I'm, I mean, I'm not sitting at a five, but I'm going to come up and I feel like I'm really pulling myself up and I'm going to get it. I'm going to give it a four. So I'm going to give it a four. My, if I watched it as a new show today and it was completely new to me, it's not a four-star show. But because of my experience yeah. growing up with the show and the love that I've always had for it, so I myself know that it's very high for me to give it a four. But I'm going to that's fair. Gonna stand by it just because it's just so iconic. And and, and you and you mentioned the song how many times? It, it's a valid point. The song is fantastic and it's something that we are unfortunately missing out on from modern shows like having those great theme songs it's a yeah it's a it's a, it's a shame but you can it's go a, it's a vibe isn't it the whole thing's it a is. vibe sets the tone i mean absolutely yeah i mean that's always a good score too because you you know we say threes are recommend so that's that's not yeah and that, that's yeah cool. and that just seems seems too low I, yeah sit four out of five for me well, man, when when in doubt, when there's trouble, you when there's trouble, you ring DW. <laughs> well, that's it for episode all about Darkwing Duck. If you want to contact us about this episode or request a topic for an upcoming show, you can find us on Facebook as Sounds Like Comics Podcast. Nathan, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, never a chore. I've had a quack and good time. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. <laughs>